my beautiful brethren. Welcome to the ILG and our show, Roost with Ruby. Now currently hosted above the underground. No longer in the Baltimore basement. So maybe today we can say hey to our heart or hi to our knee. Because see, life is about appreciating the little things. But also remember, all we do here is light work, folks. No sponsors on the show. Maybe an occasional shout-out, though. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I guess I did mix it up a bit for our introduction poem, or introduction statement there. Hopefully you guys dug it. It was really just one sentence, or an amendment to one sentence, but I figured I think it fits the occasion a bit better than what I was saying beforehand. Anyway, though, folks... Let's get noteworthy with the noteworthy news today. And we have about four different items. Mostly, we're going to focus on three of them, because one of them I'll be talking a bit further about in Art of the Week. Though I should say to you folks, uh, the theme of today's episode is Time and Fishing for Time. It's going to be the name of our episode We'll go a bit more into fishing and time as we move through the episode. But anyway, our first item on the noteworthy news today is a mentioning of National Teachers Day and National Teachers Appreciation Week. National Teachers Day being this Tuesday or today, if you are listening to the episode on May the 7th. And basically about this day is I just wanted to Give a shout-out to all those teachers out there who have been some serious mentors for me in my journey through life. The second item on the noteworthy news is that Monday, or yesterday, or the day that I'm currently recording this episode, is the first day of Ramadan. Ramadan is one of the holiest months within the Islamic calendar and related to Islam. And being that the ILG speaks about religions a bit, I figured I might as well give it a shout-out. Our third item on the noteworthy news is, yes, a mentioning of Game of Thrones' most recent episode in the final season. It was Game of Thrones episode 4, season 8. And I'll provide a few comments on this episode, being that, I don't know, folks. I... Just have a bad feeling, I guess, that the show may not be able to be wrapped up as good as it probably could have been if it were potentially given some more time. In that, I feel like, for the most part, the show has seemed like it's been a bit rushed within these past few episodes, specifically the past two seasons, I'd say. And it may be because of logistical issues with the show and HBO. Or maybe it could also be that the creators just felt like it was a good time and that the show needed to be wrapped up. One of the things that kind of made me feel a bit uneasy about this last episode was, though, that I'm not sure if you guys saw, but apparently there was a Starbucks coffee can in one of the scenes during the feast or the celebration afterwards. 
And while this is a minor detail, I guess it may point out that the show is kind of getting crunched. Although, I didn't think the last episode was terrible. I do think it just could have used some work. But hey, I guess you can't please everybody. And maybe that's one thing that the Game of Thrones creators are trying to do. I do wish them well in their concluding two episodes that are to come in these next two weeks. Our fourth and final point on the noteworthy news is just a brief mentioning of Avengers Endgame, that it has come out. But again, I'll talk about this further in Art of the Week. Now, folks, on to the ILG developments, though. So being that we're talking about fishing for time today in this episode, I'm going to speak briefly about the concept of time slowing and quickening in reference to the ILG. Specifically, I guess, in reference to my own experience and what happened to me this past year. I guess the general statement that I wanted to revolve this around is the concept of time slowing down and quickening in pace. And I should say that during this past year, specifically around September 11th, time started to really slow down personally, in my own given perception of it. And I believe this occurred really because of two reasons. The first reason is related to the ILG theory itself being that I think we all kind of went through, collectively, a wave in the idea space that may have been triggered through an astronomical event. And I believe this was noticed by a number of people, again, on the edges of humanity's network that are really dedicated and highly focused on philosophical things, but also artistic things. There are a few creators and, and philosophers and theologians who I believe also kind of experienced a similar wave, that being an, almost a collective mental wave of energy that I believe was part of the reason of why time seemed to slow down. But also the other reason that time seemed to slow down is that the world around me took on an infinite amount of meaning and that I really took notice of the incredible physical nature of the things around us and how really everything and every moment is new in this world and that everything changes, albeit you know, some things change slower than others in a given moment in time. And I really started to focus, I guess, on these things. And I believe this kind of shift in consciousness and this enlightenment that I experienced, as I mentioned in memo number 4.1, helped me to realize, I guess, some deeper meanings about this world. But I should also point out that, and recognize that as we get older, one of the reasons why time seems to, in general, in general, speed up, as compared to seeming more slow than when we're younger is because I believe the ratio of our new experiences to known experiences lessens. And again, new is in quotation marks. 
Because certainly speaking, you know, if we have a job that we go to every day, that job seems to be the same job, even though each day at the job is going to be different and going to be new. But in general, the environments and the people and the types of experiences, I suppose, are similar and have been mostly processed by our our brains and our systems of computation uh, more when we have aged in this world. So I guess that's my comment on the process of time, slowing and quickening. But I should get on to the developments of the guidelines. And the guideline I'd like to mention, again, which is not mentioned in memo number nine, but is a guideline that I've brought up in my past, and it's, if you can't find something, you're probably searching in the wrong place. Now, this guideline is seems pretty straightforward and intuitive, but I picked up this guideline, I believe, when I was a caddy back in the day, and also as a fisherman, and that there are some spots where I was searching for balls or searching for fish, where after a certain amount of times looking in the same spot, I really couldn't find that ball. I couldn't find any fish. And while I may have wanted to stick with looking in that same place for that same thing, more often than not, I didn't end up finding it until I changed positions and looked at it from a different angle or looked in a different direction. Now I should caution that I'm not advocating to quit something based on not being able to find something immediately or after a brief amount of time searching, but that sometimes really, when we change our perspective or location and look back upon whatever item we may be searching for, it really does help us to more accurately find that item. Well, let's get on to more wordy things, and that is a mentioning of the word of the week, which this week, since we're talking about fishing for time, is the word cast. Now, the obvious definition of cast related to fishing is to throw something forcefully in a specified direction. And that would be your bait or your lure. But cast also takes on a heck of a lot of other meanings. And some meanings, I guess I haven't really thought about in a while, and I figured I might as well go down the list of the various meanings cast takes on in a given situation. Sometimes I like to pick these words that are a bit simple, but have multiple definitions based on the context, just to emphasize the fact that really context is everything in this world. But let's go over a few uses of the word cast as a verb. It's also used in a situation to cause light or shadow to appear on a surface, to discard something, to shape a metal or other material by pouring it into a mold while molten, to register, specifically a vote, to cause a magic spell to take effect, to calculate and record details. These last two verbs are ones that I didn't know cast was used for, but the Googles popped them up, 
and that in country dancing, cast can be used as a verb to to signify changing one's position by moving a certain number of places in a certain direction along the outside of the line in which one is dancing. Also, in the process of hunting, related to dogs, cast can be used to search in different directions for lost scent. Now, the noun versions of cast are as follows, an object made by shaping molten metal or similar material in a mold, also someone's features or complexion, a slight squint, a convoluted mass of earth or sand ejected onto the surface by a burrowing worm, also related to hunting, a search made by a hound or pack of hounds over a wide area to find a trail, and finally, in acting, actors taking part in a play, film, or other production. Well, that's cast. But now on to the art of the week. And again, this is briefly continued from our noteworthy news, and it's a mentioning of Avengers Endgame, the most recent and last installment of the Avengers series. I saw this movie over the weekend with a good buddy, and while I won't give away too many spoilers, I'd just like to mention a few things and ask you guys a few questions about it. Basically, though, the plot of the story is the Avengers going back in time to try and fix what happened with the ending of Infinity War with Thanos. And that in this journey, they note that other realities would split off if they were to affect time incorrectly. So they have to journey back in time with precision and with a tactical plan. But my questions are related to superheroes, I guess. And that, who would you consider superheroes in your, lo- in your own life? What are deemed some real-life superhero qualities that are rare among individuals these days? Also, I should, I guess, give you the spoiler, but the expected spoiler, that there are some superheroes that die in the Avengers Endgame movie. But my question is, do they really ever die? Or do they live on forever in both the films that were produced about them, as well as other material, and their effects on other superheroes and people within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and also in our reality, or our own idea space? Now on to listening to love, folks. And yes, it is about fishing. Now, while I don't have too much to mention about fishing, all I should say is that my own fishing experiences have taught me a few things, like patience, the ability to search in different areas and directions, and also the emphasis and importance of preparation with using the right tools. And I feel like many of these characteristics have transferred over to other areas of my life. So that's about all we have for the show today, folks. And I should put the proposition forth to share is to care, right? So if you're liking the show, feel free to share it to whoever you may know. And again, I should emphasize that we're always looking for feedback here on the show. So if you'd like to reach out with some feedback, 
feel free to do so at josh.cherubelli at gmail.com or on the various socials. Well, ladies and gentlemen, remember, this is Roos with Ruby. I'm Josh Cherubelli, and I'm wishing you good morning, God bless, let's rest, and you're all the best.